And now, around the world and around the corner, it's the David Bowers Awards, bringing the best in indie music to millions of listeners worldwide with your host, the David Bowers. We've got a fantastic lineup of guests, as well as our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, our entire crew here at the Asylum, and me, I'm John Bon Jovial. And now, here's the voice of indie music, the David Bowers. And the legendary John Bon Jovial. Thank you very much, John. Uh, welcome aboard, everyone around the world. We're so glad you could be with us here today. We've got a, uh, we've got a, what I think is going to be a really fun show and, uh, and an exciting really one in many ways. Really big shoe. For those of you really who are shoe. older than dirt, that uh, that expression will mean, uh, mean something to you. And, uh, yeah, we've got a... Uh, We've got a new project being presented, the Peace Project, and uh, we're going to have some of the uh, some of the artists from that are going to be joining us in just a little bit, and we're going to get to hear a uh, sneak preview of the Peace Project song, and we've also got a very special guest this week, uh, especially for uh, our listeners in all, in Rochester, New York, who listen to us on WRFZ 106.3 FM, Rochester Free Radio. We have a, a local hero up there, Armand Shabrak, who's going to be joining us. And uh, for those of you in the Rochester area, you know him from the guitar set, from the uh, House of Guitars, and uh, and also his show on Saturdays on Rochester Free Radio, which precedes our show, the David Bowers Awards. He's going to be joining us. He's got some uh, some of his own music from his band and uh, going to talk about that and uh, oh, a bunch of other stuff, including his, uh, his shop, The House of Guitars. And uh, we're just going to kick back and have a good chat and have a lot of fun with him as well. So uh, I think you're going to really enjoy the show right here where every show is an award show. We're heading into the big award season where it seems like every show on television is an award show too. So we just make every show year round an award show. And that means that uh, everyone who appears on our show is an automatic award winner as well as a member of our family. And we'll be coming back. We hope to join us many times in, in the future with new music and all kinds of good things. We want to salute as we do each week, our house band, Titty Bingo, from the great state of Texas, who provide us with our theme music. And, uh, oh, they provide us with uh, bumper stickers and uh, all kinds of stuff. You should check them out. Titty Bingo, you'll find them at tittybingo.com online and uh, all over the place, Facebook and all the other places, too. Speaking of awards, John Bon Jovial, do you have an award for us this week? Well, I was thinking this week, uh, musically, you know, it's kind of quiet out there right now with the uh, movie and TV awards season heating up. And uh, although I know the Grammys are going to be coming up, what, at the end of the month, but uh, I want to uh, keep this one in-house this time. And I want to uh, send an award out, a special award out to our engineer extraordinaire, Nick the Geek, a.k.a. in real life, Nick Rogers, uh, he and his fiance Aomi are going to be getting married uh, a little later on this year. They're very much in love with each other. But that's not what the award is for. The award is just for the fabulous job that he does for us every week, tirelessly, effortlessly. And he makes sure that we are a top priority with all the many things that he has to do. So, uh, you know, my hat's off to uh, Nicholas Rogers, our engineer extraordinaire here at the David Bowers Awards because we couldn't ask for a better servant to get our job done for us. Nick's a good guy, and uh, 
uh, also a hell of a musician. Uh, you know, if you ever uh, need any of his work, then you want to uh, get a hold of him on Facebook uh, at Nick Rogers because he's got some studios. He does music licensing studios, Jungle Studios, and uh, they do a great job mixing music. So uh, that's the award of the week. Nick Rogers, well, I think we should engineer. Get, I think we should give him the seven comb salute. And I couldn't I couldn't agree with you more. Nick has done an excellent job for us in helping us to uh, achieve the best possible sound, overcoming uh, overcoming problems as they come along, and amazingly uh, turning around and getting our show ready for us um, um, virtually overnight. Because uh, every show we do, he uh, re-engineers to make sure that uh, the sound is the absolute best that we can possibly squeeze out of the system and. Uh, we salute you, Nick, the geek, also Nick Rogers. He also, uh, in addition to uh, playing with uh, two or three different groups in the area there in uh, southwest Florida, the uh, Naples area, uh, he also has a uh, a uh, music instruction service where he's, I think uh, last I talked to him last week, uh, he's doing what? He's given about 60 lessons a week or something? I know he's oh, really... This, uh, this school of his is just on fire. They are kicking butt. They really are. It's the Connors School of Music in Naples, Florida. So for those of you that are listening in southwest Florida, uh, Port Charlotte, Fort Myers, Naples, if uh, you want to give your kids music lessons, then uh, Nick is the guy to call. Connors to School see. of Music. Yeah. Hey, yep. Great. Yeah, he uh, he does. He's got his fingers in a lot of pies. He's an excellent, well-trained musician, sound man, instructor, and uh, we salute him. We're very, very fortunate to have uh, Nick working with us. And yes, we are. fortunately, he's not here today to tell us to shut up and move along because he's also <laughs> that type of person. He uh, he doesn't really uh, he doesn't really beg for the spotlight. He's content to work with us and. Uh, I think it's a good thing that you did. Salute, salute to Nick the Geek. And yes, by all means, if you're in Southwest Florida and you or you have a child who uh, wants to take music lessons, definitely look up Nick at Connor's School of Music there in Naples, Florida. I thank you very much for that, John Bon Jovi. For you listeners out there, you can help us pick the awards along with our guests who sometimes pick them as well. If you have someone... Uh, that uh, has a uh, no, has done something music related, either super great or super dumb, and you think they should get some kind of an award, drop us a line. Email David at thedavidbowers.com and uh, tell us who you think should get an award and why, and uh, maybe we'll use it right here on the show and give them an award heard around the world. Okay? Great. And uh, I think we should... Uh, move right along because we've got a uh, we've got a lot of show coming up and i guess uh yeah we have uh, guests uh, filing into the green room now as we speak so i'm going to uh, i'm going to preface this by uh mentioning that uh, our uh, our first guest today our uh, the uh, producer and uh, a couple of the artists from a uh, project called the Peace Project, and uh, they're going to tell you all about it, what it's all about, and uh, 
they'll go right along and uh, we're going to play uh, we're going to play the single as a matter of fact we're going to play the finished version first we have another version that we'll be playing afterwards but i want to uh, i want to give you a chance to listen to the uh, the main theme the uh, major uh, song it's called la la peace song by the peace project and we're going to be hearing all about that in just a few minutes right now we're going to let you hear the song so john bon jovial if you will please roll the la la peace song
You're listening to the David Bowers Awards. And if you're an artist who'd like to have your music featured on our show, please write us at david at thedavidbowers.com. And there you have it. La La Peace Song is what it's called. It's done by a group who called themselves the Peace Project. And uh, right now, here's the ringmaster, and I, I believe you're the producer also, aren't you? Rick Janatos, yeah. welcome aboard. Welcome aboard, Rick. Yes. Uh, hello, and um, I'm so excited to be talking about this project. We've been putting it together for a long time, and it's finally just about ready to come out. And uh, it's made up of a key group that we put together from vocalists who work, have worked with me for years, and that's Pam Vincent, Joyce Vincent, and Jim Gilstrap. And they are Vincent, Gilstrap, and Vincent. And then along with them, we have uh, quite a crew from my studio work, including Sherry Payne, Jessica Williams, Cynthia Manley, and uh, they've put some fun ad-libs and additional vocals on it to make a really exciting track. And uh, I'm very proud to have them working with me on it. Well, we're excited and proud to have you all here with us today and to be able to preview this thing. And I'll tell you, I'll tell you right off the top, I was pleasantly surprised when I first heard it because I really, really dig this song. I, I like the way you've put it together. I love the, uh, uh, my words are failing me here, but the, I, I love the rhythmic background, the, uh, especially the thump, 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 thump that's going on all the way through it. It just, uh, it just moves you. It's a, it's a good track. And I'm so glad you gave me multiple cuts because, uh, we're going to play the, what I, well, I guess it's the Ronaldo Montez remix, which I guess is the dance version of it. Uh, we're going to be playing that in a few minutes here. Uh, tell us, okay. if you would, what because I know you mentioned the fact that your uh, group has been working together for a long time, and I, I know you've been working with the girls who will be joining us momentarily here. Uh, you're kind of like a family in that respect. I guess you've been, what, it goes back to, what, 1990, 1989, somewhere back. Yeah, yeah around then. And Pam, of course, is a phenomenal vocal arranger and she puts all the vocals together and she's just amazing she's been doing this for so many years um she you know uh, joyce was part of the original tony orlando and don and right. when you saw the show you didn't nobody knew that pam was actually singing with them on in the studio and did the vocal arrangements Oh, so wow. she was kind of she was kind of uh, an invisible dawn. Although later on, when um, Telma Hopkins got into doing uh, uh, her sitcoms and couldn't go out on the road, Pam did join and perform with Tony Orlando, and she was wonderful with her and her sister Joyce. I saw them live in Vegas, and they were great. Um, Amazing. But yeah, but to get back to what we're doing. This first of all, this song was written by the great Johnny Bristol, and uh-huh. it came out in it came out in 90, 1974. I was a DJ then, and I went crazy over it, played the heck out of it in the club. And uh, when all these things started to happen, starting with St. Louis and the protests against the police violence against victims. I had a deja vu to my childhood 
when Martin Luther King was killed. Ironically, here we are recording this on his day. And uh, I remembered, you know, just crazy riots responding to his death. And that's what was going on starting in St. Louis and then in Ohio and in Baltimore and Atlanta. And it just kept going on and on. And then it went beyond police violence and victims to, you know, crazy things like people going into schools and shooting, uh, people going into theaters and shooting and so forth. And now most recently, you know, people driving trucks and running people down. I mean, it just continues to get worse and worse. And I want to get out a message that we need to focus on these victims and, and try to stop this from happening. So my project is focusing on the victims and the, uh, the person that's helping, helping me with that couldn't make it today. She was originally scheduled to be on the show, and that's Debbie Jacobs Rock. And she's a longtime friend from the club music days, and she now runs a nonprofit in Baltimore. And I reached out to her because initially Baltimore was one of those cities with the terrible violence where the policemen, police people were knocking uh, someone around in, the tr- in their van to the point that he broke his neck. And yeah. uh, that was what made Baltimore resonate to me. So I reached out to her and I said, I'm trying to put this together. Will you partner with me and whatever we make, put that to good use? And she agreed. And so that she said, you know, victims of violence are not only the people who get physically hurt, but it can also be the families who have to turn around and bury their children or their brothers and sisters, and they have a challenge. She said, we help with all of that. So I said, "You do your thing, Debbie, and whatever we can raise, you'll take care of it. So um, that's what we're doing, and that was my original purpose, and it's taken a long time to come together, but with the help of all these wonderful people that I'm working with, um, it's finally re- re- ready, getting ready to be released, and I'm very happy about that. Fantastic. And I know John Bon Jovi wants to jump in with a question, too. Are you, are you with well, us, John? No, or I, I, no I'm, I'm here. I just wanted to... Uh, let you and Rick know that we have Joyce and Pam have uh, they're they're waiting to come on in. So why don't, oh, you, why don't you bring them in and let's say hello to them? I'm going yeah. to do just that. Thank you very much, John Bon Jovi. Thank you, Ricky. Stay with us because uh, we'll probably have a couple other questions we want to run by you too. But l- let's well, bring the ladies in. I definitely in have now. to explain a little bit more about the music. So absolutely, definitely. and so let's get and Pam also, and Joyce on. We're going to do that right now. Pam and Joyce, can you hear us? Yes. yes. Hello. Hey, I like that. In unison, yet. I love it. Oh. Stereo, yes. I love it. Hey, when you've got talent, you've got talent. There's no way around it. So, Pam, I'm going to let you, because uh, I guess you were the first of the two callers to get onto the switchboard. I'm going to let you go first, uh, introduce yourself, and tell us a little about what you have contributed to the Peace Project here. Oh, hi. I'm Pam Vincent, and... um. So we contributed the vocals. I did uh, vocal arrangements, and um, we're just um, happy to be a part of this project because peace is indeed what we need today. 
It certainly is, and as uh, Rick was yeah. just explaining uh, about the violence that kind of triggered the thought of the project, and I, I, w- I couldn't help but think how uh, how ironic and just plain wrong that for some reason our answer to untoward violence is more violence. It just doesn't make any sense to me, and uh, I, I, I wish you guys all the success in the world with this project. Joyce, come on in here and say hello, and uh, tell the folks about your part in the show. Well, hi there, everybody. It's nice to be here. Um, yeah, Glad this project us. is um, very, very near and dear to my heart, because I feel as though we are definitely in order for some peace here. Amen. Amen to that. (laughs) Rick, you were going to tell us a little bit more about the project. Yeah, well, number one, Pam didn't mention that she wrote the rap that you hear in the middle, which I absolutely Uh love. We're so pleased with it. It just fit right in with everything. And she's very creative that way. And so besides doing arrangements, she does, you know, she does these things. And she's, and it's so funny. She'll, without me saying anything, she'll bring all this, all these ideas together, and you know, and I'll say, oh yeah, that's it, that's it. We may change one little thing here, one little thing here, there, but she knows what's going to work, and right. uh, I can always rely on her for that. But what <laughs> I did want to explain to you is what you're playing today are all final mixes. This is a club single type of thing where there's multiple mixes. They're not all up-tempo. They're mid-tempo. But uh, the one that you just played is a big trend in the pop dance market in England right now. It's kind of uh, based on an ABBA flavor, and there's a, a number of pop artists that are doing that kind of thing. And so my amazing arranger, David Rashkus, came up with that, and we all just loved it. And uh, and then Ronaldo, he's he's got his handle on the European market, and so his is more up tempo, but extremely creative, and so we're going to be working that one too. And then the other one is the original recipe, which is my the way I recorded it, and we always like to include that uh, so people can appreciate that and also hear how the other uh, remixers have changed it and taken taken it and run with it. So, but the original well, you know, you're, recipe you're, is good, too, you know? You're, you're getting right into a subject that I wanted to ask you about, Rick. Okay. And, and, and okay. ladies, please, I mean, if you have the answers, uh, you know, that'd be great, too. But uh, the production values that go into this song... Uh, into this project are just nothing short of excellent. And so I'd like to know a little, give us a little bit of background uh, on as to what kind of production techniques that you use. Did you, was it strictly digital? Did you do any analog? Is it a mixture? Uh, what, what, what was the premise and the inspiration behind the way that you produced the song? Well, the original uh, recipe mix was uh, done by David Arana, who's a keyboardist who is great at writing arrangements. And although it was recorded digitally, uh, there's a lot of um, live uh, flavor in there, and including a sax solo that we did. I mean, not a sax solo, a trumpet solo that we did. I always like to mix a little bit of live with the... uh, 
the synthesizers, and of course, uh, David is playing live keyboard on there. He has a mini mini grand in his studio, and even though it's plugged into his computer, it's played all the way live. So that's the original. And then uh, my David Rashka took that, and then he turned it into a totally digital remix, which is the one that you just played. That's totally uh, synthesized and done in his uh, on his computer, but it's a different flavor, you know. Right. And Ronaldo is the same way. He has his own style, and so he took uh, both of them took all the vocals and planted them in in such a way that they just blend beautifully. And uh, Pam will, I think, agree with me because she is very much a, a stickler for things sounding good with all the vocals and things she's put together and making sure they sit properly in the arrangement. And oh, so, it, it, um, it yeah. sounds so I ran feel... that all by her, and she would mm-hmm. tell me, oh, well, this is missing or that needs to be added. Right, Pam? Right. Yeah, so... <laughs> Yeah, it, it sounds she, and feels like you did your job. It it, it really came together, and uh, I li- I like the uh, I like the club mix concept where you have several different mixes out there. Uh, it's it's not only as you said a uh, timely thing because it's being done so much, especially in the European market now. But it uh, yeah. it gives you it gives you a refreshing sound too. It keeps the uh, it keeps the sound fresh. Now, where are you going with this now? Well, we're preparing a limited edition CD, which will be a collector's item and available on CD Baby. And then we're going to also roll it out digitally. And uh, we're working on the video right now. And uh, it's going to have a lot of pieces coming together for that, uh, including a video that Debbie uh, Debbie shot at her uh, nonprofit, which, by the way, is called... Uh, light health and wellness. And light health and wellness. And the, and the uh, address of the website is www.lighthealth.org. And uh, we'll be including all that information in our rollout because if you don't feel like you want to spend the 99 cents for each of the music songs, <laughs> uh, I don't care. Just. Give. Go to her website. Right. Yeah, we'll have all that information there. That was and I do question. hope people buy the downloads, but that's not the point. The point is to spotlight the need. And, right. uh, and however you get money to her to uh, help the victims of violence, do it. You know, And we'll have all sorts of options for you to... And I'm glad you brought that yeah. out because before I before we run out of time and I let you go, I wanted to be sure that we get across to the people how they can find the song and how they can follow uh, the Peace Project, what you're doing, when the release is available, you know, all of that kind of stuff. Is that the is that the preferred site for them to go to? Well, the, if they're members of Facebook, they're going to see all the information on my web page in Facebook or the record company webpage, uh, all they have to do is uh, search for uh, my, me by name in Facebook, and I'll come up. Even though my name isn't the simplest, to, but <laughs> it will be. It's not Smith. <laughs> so uh, it'll be on Rick Giannatis in Facebook. I'll be sharing it with Pam 
on her page and Joyce. Yes. And uh, and it'll be on the record company page, which is uh, Altair Records, and that's okay. also on Facebook. And uh, believe me, we're going to blast it. People will not be able to miss it. You know, I'm glad to hear it, and it's it's that it's that kind of song. You've done an excellent job, not just in the mechanics and the music of it, but you've done an excellent job in creating something that has the two main qualities. One, it's something people are going to want to listen to, and it's got that earbug flavor to it that once you hear it a couple of times, you can't get it out of your head. And I think that's going to serve you very well. We want to thank you guys so much for coming by, spending the time with us, and you know, telling us about the project as well as the song, and uh, giving us a lot of the behind the scenes on it. So, and we look forward to seeing you have a great great launch and great follow-up with it. Thank you so much, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Giannatis, and uh, let me get my notes so I don't miss anyone, Pam Vincent and Joyce Vincent, who uh, yeah. are with the Peace Project, and we're going to play the uh, another mixed version of it. This is uh, Ronaldo Montez remix of the song we opened this segment with, so here we go, ladies and gentlemen, La La Peace Song. Bye-bye. 
gentlemen la la peace song that's the peace project and i have a sneaky suspicion you're going to be hearing a lot more of that song in the coming months as a matter of fact uh, by the time summer gets here that should be a monster look for it and look also because we've got a fun segment coming up here next especially for our listeners in rochester new york where this man uh, operates well he uh, he runs a radio show on WRFZ FM 106.3, Rochester Free Radio. He's also famous around town for the House of Guitars, and he's got a fantastic story to tell, as well as some music. And we're going to go back in time a little bit, uh, because if I've got my story straight, this goes back to, I, I think he told me the 70s, but it goes back a ways when the, earlier in his career, he also, along with everything else, he has his own music group, and this is... Uh, something they did a few years back. So if you would, please, this is Baby Love, I'm Coming Home by Armand Shawbrook Steels.
And there you have it from Rochester, New York, Armand Schaubrook Steels. And uh, that goes back just a little bit. We're going to get him in here right now. Uh, come on and uh, tell us a little bit about his story and everything he's got going on because the man has a full plate. Armand, welcome aboard. Uh, thank you, David. Glad to have you here with us today. And uh, first off, now, we started this with the song that you did uh, several years ago you've had your group together how long now um it's since the 60s it was actually uh recorded in 1973 and ah. at that time billboard gave it a good review as a 45 um, fantastic yeah i didn't um, uh, i don't think i caught it because back at that point uh, as a matter of fact, that was around the time that I met John. Uh, we were both doing country radio in Tampa, so I, I, I was oh, out cool. of the uh, I was out of the pop market at that particular point in time. But uh, it's a great song. I, I I really love it. I'm glad I now have a copy because if I didn't, I'd want one. <laughs> oh, thank you, thank you very much, David. Uh, it's on now, our own. It's on our own uh, record company, Mirror Records, and okay. we've had that go on since uh, 1967. And, uh, wow. you know, we've recorded many artists, but uh, I also used it as a label for our band to perform and release records, sure. too. Uh, that's that's wonderful. You just you just have so much going on here. You've got uh, your radio show. You've got your the. I I would think that the House of Guitars, from what I've heard, I haven't been able to get back there to see it. But I would say, from what I've heard about that, that sounds like a full time job all by itself. And then you do this other stuff. You've got your own uh, group. You've got your own record label. Uh, how do you do it? <laughs> I don't know. Uh, we but. We just do uh, been doing it for so long that we don't know any better, you know. Uh, <laughs> we we love what we do, and we like uh, the young people, all the young people coming in with their guitar stories and record stories. So we get along uh, w with our customers a lot. A lot of them are more friends, you know, and they sure. hang out and they they talk guitar. You know, it's great. Um, uh, we started in 1964 in the basement of my mother's house. And at the time, uh, she'd come home from work. She worked in a factory, Sherons at the time, optical. And she'd come home, and I'd have kids all in the basement blasting <laughs> guitars through big amps. And at, at the time, uh, music stores were kind of like jewelry stores. Look, but don't touch. Come back yes, with your parents. Right. But mm -hmm. we had them all, all the kids hooked in blasting, you know. So it was a different <laughs> approach, you know. Then we well, took trade-ins, which... The other music store wouldn't take trade-ins at the time because it would make their new instruments look old, they felt. Okay. So, but we take trade-ins, we discounted prices, you know, uh, we had a very low upkeep as far as their expenses went, you know. You pushed the envelope. Yes, yeah, we yeah. changed the, you know, the you, style you, you of the music store. You said one key thing that uh, so many of the artists we've had on the show have mentioned, especially the successful ones, the ones that have been around for a long time, and that is you love what you're doing. And I had a uh, very good friend of mine who happens to be a fairly well-known person, uh, Joe Bonsell of the Oak Ridge Boys, uh, expressed that to me uh, oh, many years ago. That uh, you know, if you're if you're in music for, just for the money, you're in the wrong business. But if you're in music yes. because you love it, you'll probably make sure. money. 
and uh, it seems to have served him well and you as well. Now, you mentioned story, and I have to I have to draw on that because I know you have an amazing story of your own. Uh, start off, if you would, please, by telling us where the name for the group came from, Armin Schaubrock Steels. Um, when I was a young kid at, at 17, I, I got busted for safe cracking, and I went to uh, a reform, maximum security reform school, Elmira Reformatory. I know the place. Uh, and then I was sentenced for three years. I did a year and a half inside, and then I did the rest on the streets in Rochester, New York. Um, I'm not that person anymore. Now, if I found a wallet <laughs> full of money, I, I would try to return it. I, I, a little embarrassed that I stole at one time because uh, it's important you like yourself. If you don't like yourself, then you know you're going to in for a lot of trouble in your life. So you sure. have to go by your own rules and have your own morals and stick to that. You know. Well, I, I think the uh, I, I think your record of accomplishment over the years uh, speaks for itself, and uh, I don't think. Uh, I don't think you have much to be embarrassed about. I mean, you learned a lesson, and it probably wasn't the easiest way to learn that lesson, but I think we all screw up in uh, one way or another uh, over the years. Uh, the fact that you have, uh, you have evolved into a very, not only a very successful businessman, but it sounds to me like you have evolved into uh, quite a good person as well. And I think... Uh, I think you should be more proud of what you are than embarrassed about uh, a mistake you made a long time ago. Thanks for the nice words, David. No, I mean it. I mean it completely. John Bon Jovial, you're sitting there awfully quiet, and I know you're digging this. Talk to us. You got a question for us? Oh, yeah. Well, I mean, the the, the, the song, I mean, the, the Baby Love, I'm Coming Home, that, that, that just kicks ass. I love that. That's great. Oh, Wait till um, I hear the next track. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But, uh, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, doing nefarious things as uh, in, in your youth. And, and the only reason why I chuckled is because I can remember when I was 13 years old and my friend Jeff and I uh, got busted in downtown Boston uh, at, Philly, at Filene's and, uh, for shoplifting. And uh, we had, we, we had uh, the living daylight scared out of us by Detective Capucci. I will never forget this guy. <laughs> and, uh, Three in the you slammer, know, huh? <laughs> yeah, no kidding. Well, I mean, he, you know, I, 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 we, they, they let us go, I, probably because, you know, we were so young. I think had yeah. we, you know, done it at seventeen or eighteen, that might have been different. But I tell you what, I, that that was enough to uh, make me realize, you know, there's probably a better way to do things like this. And uh, so I applaud you for turning things around. I can certainly relate to that. They gave uh, me. Uh... They gave me youthful offender status, like you plead guilty to being a youthful, right. youthful offender, but not to the crime. And that way, I, I didn't get any felonies or anything, you know. But I, uh, but yeah. then they turned around and sentenced me for three years. So. And Elmira, <laughs> no less. <laughs> yeah, maximum security with yeah, the dogs out, is, with the machine gun nests, and the, that place is no. Uh, it's not one of those ease-living places they send the millionaires, that's for sure. I remember the stories. When I say I know the place, I know of the place because I'm an upstate New York boy myself. I did not have the uh, occasion to spend any time or visit the place. So uh, 
I, I, I can't share that, but I do know its reputation, which uh, has spread all over the place up there. Armand, uh, next question I want to ask you. Your first album, I don't know how many times people may have already asked you, but uh, I definitely would like to find out where you came up with the title to your first album. A lot of people would like to see Armand Shabrak dead. Yeah, it's a, it, it's a story about my crimes and prison experiences, and it doesn't it doesn't hold anything back. I, I remember we were in the in, in New York, and I remember their public radio station there. Um, the you know was one of the big ones that feeds the other public radio stations back at the time, and okay. they said, and 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 they were a lively radio station. I mean, they were getting busted for sneaking tape recorders into courtrooms and when they weren't supposed to, you know, and, and they said they were really lively. But they said, uh, we're going to play uh, this young man, uh, an ex-convict, Armin Shabrook's three record set, uh, uh, uncensored. So if, if foul language bothers you or this or that, then turn your radio off for the next three hours and 50-something <laughs> seconds. And then they... They interviewed me after. <laughs> oh but, wow that that is that is tremendous and what an album title! I, I've got to I've got to get me. Uh, is that thing still available anywhere? Can you still get copies of it? Yes, we still sell it. Yeah, a lot of them are out of print, but that one we yeah, still have some left. I'm going to have to look into that definitely. Before we run out of time, I definitely want you to tell us about your current uh, status as far as your band and your music is concerned because i know that in addition to all the things we talked about so far the uh, the shop the radio program your music uh, you also work a lot with the uh, local youths which you kind of touched on there you work with uh, the the local kids growing up and uh, i can kind of relate to that because that's a kind of what we do here we work a lot with the emerging artists and uh, we'd love to be able to give the newcomer artists uh, one more stage to uh, present their talents and music on yeah you do a very good job at that very good job because you're thank you you're grabbing a lot of uh some are unknown and they don't get no breaks at all i'll tell you yeah strange strange things that uh that we don't hear about that the uh that the media doesn't tell us but uh, tell us tell us about your your group and your music and what you're doing with it um i i just record what you know, I'm not on, on the present thing anymore. It's just I'll record strange songs, and I'll get interested in a subject and write a song. I don't always write about I, I'm in love and I broke up and I'm hurting, you know. Sometimes, right. it, you know, like like that song, uh, God Made the Blues to Kill Me, it's really about Vietnam, you know, in the war. Ah, that you was... Know, uh, that's recent. That's uh, about... uh was recorded about three years ago. And then it came out for Record Store Day only, like a limited 750 copy thing. And uh, uh, Record Store Day is when all the record companies put out these rare records and never make right. it again in the same form, you know. It's right. like a hot day for us because we got a line of like 150 to 200 people waiting for mm. us to open. And they all rush in to get a collectible at a low price, you know. Sure. I released it as a 10-inch record with uh, two songs on it, two different versions of that uh, God Made the Blues to Kill Me. One version, the guitar player played played a Fender guitar, and the other version, he's playing a Les Paul uh, guitar. So, you know, we have two versions of the same song. 
And then um, I threw a CD in it, and that has an extra bonus track on it that we couldn't fit on the 10-inch. And then we put in a postcard with uh, a picture of the band with uh, that you could actually use in mail and a little guitar pick that says, God made the blues. Then I hand-stamped some of the CDs and signed them, you know. Right. Wow, I, I I would have loved when I was when I was a kid. I would have loved that because in my uh, high school years is when I got really. I'd always been in music. I was in band and marching band and all that stuff. But in my oh. high school years, when we got in, when I moved to Rome, New York, uh, I got into uh, the idea of hey, these guys are on the radio and they're getting paid for playing records and. I'd already discovered that my voice wasn't going to carry me to be a rock star. So I said, well, if I can't make the records, I'll play the damn things. And uh, I talked a, a local radio station programmer there in Rome into giving me a break. And uh, I did the usual, you know, the routine. I go in on Sunday mornings and play the religious programs and engineer for sure. the Polish show and the Italian show, all that stuff. But uh, that's yeah. where I got into it back then. I would have loved having your store around because... We had a local record store in Rome, Lou D'Amelio's record store. Uh, what was it? The, the record store, I think, is what he called it. And mm-hmm. uh, used to hang out there all the time. And uh, we worked a deal. He was kind of like you in that respect. He, he loved the kids. He loved working with them. And uh, he worked with me and used to let me borrow records so that I would be sure to have the entire newest top 40 every time I went out and did a dance somewhere. And uh, only ones I had to pay for were the ones I damaged or kept. The rest of them, he let me return, and he put them back on the rack. But uh, that was uh, cool. That was a great thing. Yes, yes it, it is. Now we're going to play the song that you just mentioned. Uh, God, God made, made the, the blues, blues to kill. kill me. Right now, you mentioned that it's uh, it's Vietnam oriented. We've got about yes. a minute, minute and a half left. Tell us a little bit about the story behind it. Um, I interviewed a lot of Vietnam veterans to get their input on the song before I wrote it, and then uh, I did a, a, a lot of research on it. And it's uh, it's about a person that uh, the judge kind of says you got a choice, you know, go to uh, go to jail or go to uh, Vietnam, and then it uh, uh, so he decides to take the Marines in Vietnam, and he ends up in Quezon and every place else, you know. And it, it's kind of from a soldier's view. And it's pretty much explaining that the reason you fight is to stay alive yourself and the guy next to you. You don't have uh, all the patriotic feelings all times. It's more, you know, uh, stay alive or die, you know. Right. And there was a lot of that uh, go to jail or go to Vietnam. I remember that uh, that very well. And we're going to play that in just a second. One last thing before I let you go. Tell everybody sure. how they can find you online. Sales at houseofguitars.com. If you're in Rochester, look him up at the House of Guitars. You can hear him on Rochester Free Radio Saturday afternoons. A, uh, your show is Armin Schaubrick Spins, correct? Spins Vinyl, right. Okay, Armin Schaubrick Spins you. Vinyl. Fantastic. Armin, thank you so much for coming and sharing with us today. We really appreciate it. Love having you. And uh, hope maybe we'll get you back again in the future. Sure, my friend. Thank you. Thank Fantastic. you, David. Thank you, Armin. Ladies and gentlemen, Armin Schaubrick, and uh, this is uh, this is his band, which is Armin Schaubrick Steels. It's called God Made the Blues to Kill Me. I was born a bastard on the wrong side of 
the tracks Got took by twin brother, he died at my birth It left me yearning for something I could never have I'm a walking attitude, but no one's to blame Jill's my mother, my father's insane I married my Susie to give my son a name But no one would hire me at mouths to feed With the beast in my belly, I was born with the devil seed Judge and go back to jail or join the Marines. God said, All aboard, all aboard the train to hell. It's a roll of the dice whether you live to tell. Here's your express ticket, takes you down deep to the devil's well. All aboard the train to hell. The wheels are greased, nuclear engines on. We're going down deep to the devil's well. First stop at the place. Chimin Trail I know he sees me The night has eyes The incoming so fierce There's no place to hide Johnny died Before I could finish my prayer He left me all alone Aboard the fear train A place where all your nightmares Come alive So roll the dice Whether you live or die And it ends just like that. Is it over? <laughs> yeah, we're we're up. Oh, I was I was I was sitting here kicked back getting into it and didn't realize it was ending already. My gosh, it's all over. Our hour is gone already. What a show. We had a fun show today. Uh, some great people. I really love being able to have Armand in here because he has been uh he's been a friend to us uh, ever since we've been on Rochester Free Radio and uh, we really appreciate it. And, and he's his. he's a big proponent of the show and we're we're very grateful to him. And I uh, appreciate him sharing uh, the show with uh, all of his customers and even the walkbys. If you're in the area, uh, you don't even have to go into the, you don't have to go into the store to hear us. We blast it out on the streets. That's about it for this week, ladies and gentlemen. It has been a blast, and it is that time once again. John Bon Jovial, take us home. Yes, sir. The David Bowers Awards is broadcast around the world from the studios of Computer Help USA in Naples, Florida, and from the Valley of the Sun in Phoenix, Arizona, and we are available for free on Blog Talk Radio, also on iTunes, iHeartRadio, YouTube, Spreaker, Amazon Alexa devices, as well as SoundCloud, MixCloud, 365 Internet radio stations, and wherever great indie music is played. Be sure to to click the follow link on our Blog Talk Radio page and like the David Bowers on Facebook, 
Follow us on Twitter and uh, Facebook to keep up with all of the information that's going on in the wild, wacky, and wonderful world of indie music. That's right. Be sure to join us next week for the David Bowers Awards on radio station WRFZ 106.3, Rochester Free Radio, 5 p.m. Saturday night, Eastern Time, of course, and Blog Talk Radio, Sunday at 2 p.m., 11 a.m. Pacific Time, and 6 p.m. Greenwich for more great indie music and talk with the artists that make it all happen. So until next week, for the David Bowers Awards, Nick the Geek, and all the other folks here at the Insane Asylum, I am John Bon Jovial, thanking you very much for coming today, and we'll see you next week right here on the David Bowers Awards.